0: Right to sink is game the game. actually lesser known seventeenth amendment.
1: Yeah, it's right in there before I believe prohibition. <laughs> <laughs> is it for, it was hey, prohibition hey. In the eighteenth amendment? I think so.
0: Listen, after two, it's improv.
1: <laughs> god, yeah, <laughs> I man, I'm so good. I fucking nailed it. Um, oh my god, this I'm having a daiquiri right now. It's way too strong. Why are you having a daiquiri at your house at 2.13 in the afternoon? I've been having it since like 11 a.m. Uh, it's because <laughs> I'm on
0: vacation mode, baby. Baby, it's vacation, Jason. Listen, listen, after after six months of not working, I'm on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> it's incredible. Uh, finally, I get to do nothing in a different state. It's incredible. Um, but but hey, listen, I'm hype. And I'm hyped for one reason. And that is? Uh, roll that music. He's got the finest touch, but he touched it too much. Hegel member, Hegel member. That's right. Do you know what I'm talking about?
1: Um, I don't.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, the PS5 just leaked one of their limited edition, uh, 25k gold playstations oh, for. i thought that was a joke when i saw it no that is very much real uh as far as i can tell um that's right uh you know xbox you know they released their 300 one and sony's like i hear you i see you ten thousand dollar ps5 let's go yeah i'm not going to be getting that one like i'm probably really? gonna nope not even if we get some kind of Game Boy's GoFundMe? If somebody buys me one, I might
1: use it. But, like, it's... I don't even like gold.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. They'd have to pay me. Uh, well, don't worry. If you don't like gold, there's also rose gold and platinum. Uh, platinum's pretty cool. Rose gold, get out of here. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, on top of that, the c- the controller is... Uh... The controller alone is nine hundred dollars.
1: That's that's so. that's why I thought it was a joke. Is I was looking at it and I saw that piece of text that was like PS4 controller dash nine hundred dollars, and I was like, that's insane. Like that's that's think, a bit.
0: No, I love it because normally you get a controller with your console, but no, no, like I think the I think this is sort of this is this is class warfare, right? This is making the elites. Uh, do just completely contort themselves, right? This is this is punching
1: up, it, sort of. It's a, uh, it's very, <laughs> it's very in line with uh everyone's favorite uh, economist Thorstein Veblen's theory of conspicuous consumption, of mm-hmm. like buying shit just to show that you have bought the thing, and yes, to like exert th- exert that kind of power. And like this is the most that of like maybe is- anything. Is there a
0: theory of radicalism where you convince rich people to waste their money?
1: No, that's just capitalism.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, OK. Well, looks like I got a few more uh, Twitter threads to read.
1: <laughs> yeah, you do. Um, But it's it's insane. Like, Because what's the like, what's the it's the it's so crazy to me because like your your PS4 is like an ad is like your at home hangout gaming device. You're right. But no, it's, it's very crazy to me because the PS4 is so in your house. Like Mm -hmm. it's so, it's such a private thing. Um and so it's like, what? Who's even going to see this aside from like your close buds and fucking close buds multiplayer? But barely even exists anymore.
0: Right. Like when you, I guess your idea you're alluding to is when you do make ex- grand expenditures that are outside the norm, you expect to show them off in public, right? right. Like that's, Whether that's, it's clothes or cars, um, or
1: uh, or hey, you know, even even wives and husbands. Right. Like that's the theory of conspicuous consumption. Right. Is that the act, like displaying that you own the thing as part of its value yeah so I uh, will clarify this as more of a sus suspicious uh, consumption <laughs> yeah it's a, it's in purely in secret it's like what are you doing <laughs> and it's not like like it's if if it were like insanely cool looking in some like really transcend like if they had gotten like I way or someone to like design the new ps4 and it was like a piece right. of like legit like high-level art then like maybe this makes some sense to me But it's not. It's just a fucking, Mm -hmm. it's just like the PS5 just looks like a dumb little machine and this one's gold. Like, it's not, it's not like you're buying, like, high-level aesthetic value or anything. You're just buying, having spent money on a thing and you can't even show off that you spent money on it because no one's going to fucking see it.
0: Yeah, but we're not buying it. We are, we're, the money is being raised as charity for us to
1: to review it. Not in our case, which is, like, just and true. But Mm -hmm. in the case of, like, (laughs) most people who would buy this, it's like, (laughs) it's, it doesn't make any fucking sense. And it's, Oh, it's so crazy. Is it even going to work? Like, that's that's what I'm worried about is like, I mean, I think it's stupid <laughs> in the first place, but I'm, I am I kind of bet once they're out there, there's going to be like some weird overheating problem because of like the coat, uh, the leaf coating. If
0: they, if they like if they like adopted the red ring, I would come. I would absolutely <laughs> I would love that if they just overheated. Yeah, like maybe because, yeah, like gold isn't the best thing to surround a, a, a heated computer.
1: <laughs> yeah, I remember my friend Josh. Uh, in high school, learned how to gild things with gold leaf and like gold plating and like gilded a CD player and it just stopped working. <laughs> <laughs> um and so like i don't obviously i don't know that, that, that i don't think that's a one-to-one comparison was just like my only experience with something like this is that it broke the machine so listen this like- is like this is
0: like sometimes you don't even have to seize the means sometimes they seize their own yeah right <laughs> well
1: i mean this is you know uh it's a fucked it's, up economy where there's a class of people who could just buy this <laughs>
0: like yeah they're there's a, well, there's a whole class of people who are like the Krabby Patty episode of Spongebob where it's like we made all this money and we didn't know what to do with it. First, we tried burying it. Then we tried setting it on fire. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, you know, what What else could you spend your money at this point? Right. I mean, unless you just it's, it's just not socially acceptable to buy a country yet. I think that's the problem. Right.
1: Yeah. I guess they're like running low on islands. <laughs> Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. There's like no more islands. Most of the
1: islands have been taken. I
0: think with global warming and and the future chaos, I think we're, I think we're 20 years from it being just absolutely acceptable for like, uh, the CEO of, uh, tick to like, you know, buy the Netherlands or something.
1: Yeah. I mean, we're getting closer. Uh, I mean, buying islands puts it awful close cause that does involve like displacing folks. Like, Eventually, someone is just gonna like buy Barbados. Yes, and uh, I, all the uh, all the indigenous people of
0: Little Saint James Isle do need reparations. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So,
1: <laughs> oh
0: you know, the- damn, hey, this is this is what we're talking about today. You know, uh, uh, this is my. Ch- ch- we're loading up our guns for this Game Boys episode today because we're talking, of course, about the console war, <laughs> the uh, ultimate yeah, war uh, of our resources. Yeah.
1: Uh, the, some say the next world war will be a water war. We're convinced it will be a console war. That's just the way it goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. When the, Germany starts invading France for their Xboxes. Mm-hmm. Um, the
0: resources will be Bluetooth headsets, but <laughs> the, it will be it will be bloodier than ever.
1: Yeah, it's it's crazy it's so crazy that Xbox came out and was like what if we made a cheapish system that like yeah. plays nice with our computer stuff so like maybe there'll be more <laughs> cross platform stuff and we can like have this interactivity between our things and then PlayStation was like or a twenty five thousand dollar golden ps5 <laughs> it
0: was it was inc- it's incredibly perfect and it really shows that the console wars are in the same way that like Democrats and Republicans like don't mean the parties that they were when they were like Lincoln or whatever. It's like every console year, I feel like their their attitudes like revert or shift or flip like and now it seems like, yeah, Sony in some ways is being the the elitist. And yeah, looking at this fucking three hundred dollar Bose speaker of a Xbox, I was like, damn, Xbox really just looked around the board table and was like, y- 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 y'all want to win? Like this is the first win, I think. This is well, the first like, damn, they might win.
1: Well, yeah, I think this is. Well, I think that they made a, a critical concession where, like, they n- like obviously, as far as portable game shit, Nintendo has that pretty locked in with the Switch. There's no real competition there, no real way to compete with that. Um, and they made this choice that was like, we want to make a smaller machine that does less stuff that plays with our that our, plays with our private stuff that messes with. Yeah. The computers and this is with the, like Microsoft Windows shit more directly and treated almost like an accessory for Microsoft people and PC people and less as like an independent all in its on its own console thing which is like the PS5 is clearly doing. Like The PS5 is like you get this instead of a gaming PC whereas the Xbox yeah. feels like you get this in addition to your gaming PC. Yeah, and it's genius because
0: listen, like Xbox made the perfect calculation that like not enough people have a 4K TV. It doesn't matter yet. So like most people are going to be able to get the exact amount most they could with the TVs they have. I think it's fucking genius. Like, yeah, there's, a, there's like an elite sector of tech people that have 4K TV now, but it is by no means the norm or unanimous in households in America. And so I think they just literally were like, yeah, fuck it. This one only goes to 1440 and no one will know the difference.
1: Yeah, totally. Um, It's it's this thing where like, I think I mean, part of this shit is like guessing TV markets. And I think that the two companies made distinct gambles where PlayStation was like gamers are going to be getting 4K TVs and bigger TVs by now. And Xbox was like, no, gamers are going to be buying 4K monitors or just regular TVs. Um, and that's like way more the case. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're they definitely profiting off that bet um, and putting it in like a pretty effective, like they're putting themselves in a pretty effective position where it's like, look, I don't even I don't have a PC because I don't have room for one. And like. I don't really like Microsoft shit, but like for 300 bucks, I might just cop a fucking Xbox just because it plat- might cross play with a lot more shit my friends play on PC and like having that access it seems fun. And it's like $300 is expensive, but it's like it's like taking it's like taking an extra writing gig in a month expense. You know what I mean? It's like not it's not like an insane amount. Of. It's
0: not It's not what, what probably is going to happen, which is PS5 nervously announcing a $600 PlayStation.
1: Right, exactly. Like, I'm saving up for That's- PS5 because I know I want one because I like Sony stuff. But, like, I don't have to dedicate saving up for an Xbox in the same way because, like, a couple of, like, bonus checks or something can cover the Xbox. Like... I think I have enough fucking Best Buy bucks from various work rewards, just like saved up on a Best Buy card, that I could just cop an Xbox with that. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. Well,
0: and what you're what you're speaking to is 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 like is just a separate market entirely, yeah, totally. a much larger market of people, yeah. Um, and, and 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 so those are sort of I guess the the price things like I, 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 in Sony's corner it feels a lot now like I just got the tweet that they're gonna announce the price tomorrow uh whatever um, and <laughs> you can tell they're gonna be like uh, the PS five is. Set,
1: set, five, set. Like yeah, <laughs> no, they're definitely nervous that they got that they got kind of punked on this one because their big announcement is going to make them look bad almost no matter what, because mm-hmm. it's just like, look, I'm I'm lucky enough you know, to be able to, like, think about buying a three hundred dollar console sort of like whimsically, Um, but a lot of people aren't. But a lot of people are in the position where they can't afford to buy a six hundred dollar console at all. And a three hundred dollar uh-huh. console becomes like a savable goal, like an attainable mm-hmm. thing. And, like, that's a huge difference because a lot of the people who – the thing is, right, with consoles is that, like, the sort of the point in a lot of ways is, like, you don't want to spend uh, – like, make the, the sizable initial investment of a PC and, like, the attendant software stuff and, like, get that sorted out. And you just want like, a cheaper plug-and-play option, just go for it. Um, yeah. But at the point where you're 600 bucks for a fucking PS5, like, you're, like, what, $200 away from, like, a pretty solid can-play-whatever gaming PC? Like, you're just not – that far off like you know what the markets aren't distinguished in the same way
0: here's where here's where i actually will maybe maybe push back i sort of agree with you but there's been this really annoying article that came out that was like wow this new graphics card that everyone's talking about could this really like be the end of console gaming uh it's the dumbest article i've ever read oh yeah i don't (laughs) think that's
1: true at all the consoles are gonna because, be
0: fine but yeah the console to be fine because literally at the end of the day like yes act, like if once you actually get a PC and get it started it is very very simple and consumer but nowhere near the simplicity and the cultural generalization of just having a console you plug into your TV it is entirely more complicated more research into what to buy what monitor to yeah. get all of these things and it is an absolute joke to assume that a graphics card one fifth of the parts of a of a PC that's priced uh, hundreds of dollars still more than a console could ever be in competition realistically uh, with the market that does consoles I was like this is this is such PC gamer bait it's it's embarrassing and I'm a PC gamer so I can say that
1: yeah I mean what they're doing isn't isn't like they're not like losing the console market because like you said there's always just going to be like people like me who don't have room for a PC who just like to play games on the TV uh, and just buy console or people like my dad who just don't care to set up a gaming PC or whatever. Like those people exist, but what they are doing is there are borderline people who are like, I think about getting a PC, but like it's work and it costs money and I'd rather just get a console. But now the PlayStation five is like, there's going to be people who are in that space who are like, look, it's 300 more bucks. And like, marginally more work to get this pc but the ultimately pay is going to be worth it so i'm just going to do that instead like they've they've made pc or playstation 5 like a much more viable discussion that isn't just sort of like do you like pc or console and it's like an economic discussion in a way that it wasn't before
0: by virtue of pricing yes. it up as high as they have yes and and i guess the one thing i will say to that is that we've talked about this on earlier episodes, but there is this new <laughs> min max culture in, in when you play a game in terms of the online s- tips and tricks yeah. and content. Uh And I feel like maybe that min max culture is starting to spill outside of the direct game and into
1: the, and into like the, the more general market of like owning the tech. Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, and- I think, I think that's for sure, especially just cause like the world we live in is one that's like so technocratically grounded that it's like, there's a better, Best, most efficient solution for every problem. Um, and so people just apply that logic to whatever. And one of those whatevers is definitely going to be like PC versus console or whatever. Like they, they, you're definitely right that like that's going to become more and more of like a thing where people just have access to like the best build for the least money and it's online. And so you just click it and you get it and it's fine. Um, yeah. And it's the, the same way that the, everything mm-hmm. is like hyper efficiency that way, but it is going to make a big impact on like this, uh, this like this market in general. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but in general, if you if you think that like coming out with a seven hundred and fifty dollars graphics card is putting any kind of heat on the five hundred dollar console industry, you're a damn fool. Yeah, that's fucking um, that's
1: that's fucking stupid. <laughs> like, there's like real interesting conversations about the intersection between like broader culture and gamer culture and pricing and economics and what's driving people where but the answer is certainly not new graphics card i just read those fucking articles and i'm like how do i not have a job yeah (laughs) no totally it's nuts it's i mean it's so fucking stupid and there's so it's it reminds me honestly of there's an article i saw like yesterday or two years ago that was like i miss my commute and it was just all about like this person who like took a train to a place to like take an uber to work and they were like it was so refreshing to see all this stuff and it was like Shut the fuck up. Like, there's a lot of shit people miss during COVID, but like sitting in a car with a stranger is not one of them. (laughs) Like,
0: yeah. And also this this idea that the, the transportation is so shitty that you have to do a public and a private transportation just to get anywhere is awful. Yeah.
1: No one misses that. That's like yeah, good. I- that's like one of the good things that people can work from home now.
0: <laughs> and also, motherfucker, definitely most people who take the bus aren't combining that with an Uber. That's some weird psycho shit. That's yeah. some weird like, oh, I like to
1: people watch shit. <laughs> and you know, maybe it was like they parked at a garage and took the bus to the garage and then drove to work and then drove back. It was something fucking wild. <laughs> it was just like... It was just like some fucking <laughs> stupid inside out nonsense that like, it's like it's, it goes that same thing of just like, I don't understand how you don't have a job when people are allowed to like write that article. It's like, the, <laughs> what, what the fuck are we doing here?
0: Oh. the two things that i want from this episode are a gold ps5 and a job
1: yeah uh, well really honestly setting our sights a lot higher than usual for both both,
0: both of those in this climate are equally achievable in my opinion
1: yeah I know that's about <laughs> right i think
0: i think you're you're pretty much on point with that we're we're entering a great depression so yeah it's pretty pretty neck and neck for both those goals um but so so that those are the those are sort of the ethereal sort of like Price and uh, future of of what we think sort of they're going to operate in terms of who is going to have the best launch in that way. But there's a whole more important aspect to any of this, right? And that is what games are actually going to be On both of these consoles Um, That's a far more important question Because that's the real question That wins the console war Each time as we've seen The Breath of the Wild made the Switch Completely sold out Um, uh, Halo made the Xbox Crash Bandicoot Made the Playstation um, Also the Final Fantasy stuff And um, I don't know uh, Bayonetta made the GameCube (laughs) <laughs>
1: no. <laughs> That's a miss. I think you're talking about Super Smash Bros. Um. But yeah, no, you're you're right that the the games are going to be a huge determinant in terms of who wins. Although I do think like we were saying earlier, there is a little bit more wiggle room there than in the past based on like the possibility of crossplay with the Xbox. Right. Like I think there will be people who are like the Xbox has worse games, but it has games my PC friends can play and I can play with them.
0: Ooh, um, that's a very interesting angle.
1: And I think that's going to influence this a little bit. I still, ultimately, from games released and my faith in the companies, am certainly a PS5-leaning guy. Because I just think that, like, it's going to have better games. I think that the companies involved with PS5 are ones we, I like better.
0: Uh, yeah, it's just exclusive. They have the exclusives, and especially on the Japanese titles.
1: Yeah, exactly. So that, that, that for me is a big deal. But, like, like yet yesterday morning when I woke up, I had zero interest in buying an Xbox. Uh, and this morning mm-hmm. when I woke up, I was like, ooh, like I could get an Xbox and there'll be cross play titles that I can play with like Griffin and Frankie and Hunter and, and Heidi yeah. and everyone uh, while they're on their PCs. Yeah. And like that opens up like whole worlds of like fun activities with friends. That it's seems cute.
0: Let's be real. It looks cute as hell. Yeah, it's a cute little
1: box. It's cute. It's like a little fan. Yeah, it's a it's a real style change for them. Because, yeah. like, they really loved the, like, Borg-looking fucking, like, hard sci-fi, this is part of a spaceship, like, aesthetic. And now they're sort of just going with, like, look at our fun little box. These are your little yeah. friend
0: Xbox. Yeah, there's. It's. I feel like there should be, like, a weird Ikea name underneath it, like, X-Borgia yeah. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> the Xbox series, uh- Slotchenbach. <laughs> I think that would be a far more fucking successful name than the garbage like Apple philosophy that Xbox has taken with their shit. It's so garbage, like the way that like when you try to buy an iPhone right now and there's like the SE, the XR, the 11, the 12, it's, it's a mess. It's a complete mess.
1: Yeah. It's, uh, the, the aesthetic is, is stupid. Um, I mean, the, the look is good, but like the general Microsoft the style naming. is dumb. The naming convention yeah.
0: is what's confusing because let, let's look let, and th- let me give examples like, okay, my fucking grandma wants to buy me the Xbox. Do you think she's going to get the right one at this point? Like, do like <laughs> that's, she's got like a one out of four chance of getting the right yeah, one. Yeah. Cause
1: they all have the same name. They all have the same <laughs> yeah. Fucking name. Yeah. It sucks. It's, it's very stupid and it, it doesn't hit their shit. And it's just like, I don't know. i And it just doesn't like it doesn't match anymore either. Like what the the, what the object looks like, this cute little fan box is not a fucking series S. Like it's yeah, it's just not like that's not just a good name for it. It doesn't spark joy. And like in
0: the way that like switch is just like that's what it is. Like that's fundamentally the name matches the, the physical action you do with it. And I know you don't have physical actions with consoles, but, but you switch yeah, back I mean, and forth. Like it's literally if you if they called it Xbox the fan or something, like that would be sick. It would it, it would it would it would be awesome.
1: Like you've heard of Xbox Series One. Welcome to Xbox Series Fun. Like sure. Whatever. Like something yeah. like it's something a little bit more whimsical, just because like like the PlayStation thing is like PlayStation One, or, 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 PlayStation. Oh wait,
0: I just figured it out. Xbox Mini, yeah, like Xbox the Mini Pod Mini, yeah, Xbox Mini. That's all. That's all you need to say.
1: Yeah, totally. It's I hundred percent. Like how? The,
0: how am I unemployed?
1: Well, I mean, <laughs> who can say? But uh, like the PlayStation, the PlayStation thing is like it's the same thing, right? It's like it's the station where you play one, two, three, four, five. Like it's yeah. it's clear. What it is, what it's doing, why it's cool, what it looks like—it's fine. Xbox A only means something because they made up Xbox. It's not intrinsically meaningful in anyway. B and now it's like supposed to be this like high tech thing, but it's a little fun, fucking fun fan lunchbox, and it just doesn't feel like it. it, just, it doesn't feel right anymore. Xbox oh God, Mini is so e- much better. Xbox
0: Lunchbox, Xbox Lunchbox, Xbox Mini—any of these are great. Um, yeah, lunch we, xbox we, we got distracted because I wanted to. I wanted to zero in on what games could you play on this Xbox Mini if you could. Um, obviously the new call of duty will be on there, but the premier title, halo infinite has been postponed.
1: Uh, yeah, and the so, funniest shit.
0: So, so, and you know, there was mixed reactions on, on the trailer in general. Uh, but that was supposed to be the game that you bought the the Xbox 4 right or at least your starter game um yeah, that was their, and, that's their mario and looking down all these uh this list of games the majority of the games cyberpunk and call of duty are are available on pc and ps5 as well um leading to possibly maybe like the biggest just sort of drought of exclusive
1: xbox has ever had yeah it's it's weird it's very very weird so how do you think that's going to play out um i i think it it's like I, to me this is I mean, I keep going back to this, but like to me, the thing they're selling is this fucking gamer pass digital only interacts with PCs thing. The Netflix, the game, pass. the game, the game, the game pass and the talking to PCs stuff is like what they're selling. And so mm-hmm. that makes sense. I don't, that's the whole thing. Yeah. So I don't think I mean, I think it's going to impact in the sense that like someone like Halo fans or people who strictly like to have an like. There is a class of people who exist, none of whom we know, but they exist, who are just, like, Xbox gamers. They don't care about the PC stuff. They don't play with their PC friends. They just like Xbox games on their Xbox. Um, that And those people might be turned off by the lack of, like, a Halo or something, right? Like, that's right. who they're losing. But the people they're reaching out to, the people who are interested in this Game Pass, Netflix, uh, interface with PCs type shit, those people, I think, are are don't care (laughs) Uh, or care a lot less. Like the games I want to play on the Xbox as, as me with my friends are not fucking, I don't, I don't care about halo, you know, like you're right. So I, I, I think what it really comes down to is will
0: Microsoft be able to explain to the mass consumer public, the idea that game pass is sort of the Netflix of video games. Like, like they've been trying to communicate that, but, it seems like what like the success or failure of the launch now depends on on explaining that concept to people. Because I think once people understand it and experience it they really like it but it is still foreign to them they understand netflix for tv but they don't understand it for video games fully yet as a thing and i think that's what this whole thing will hinge on if 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 xbox does not have a single premiere game to show off this is really the only thing they have and like do you think xbox will be able to make that case
1: i think that it's a two-part thing i think that the the difficulty with making that case is also going to be proving that the concept works at all Right. Because, like, we had Gamefly. Gamefly existed, never forget. And, like, didn't go great. Like, was it, I was more of a red box kind of guy. Yeah, sure. Uh, but, like, those things never really took off the way Netflix or Hulu did or whatever. Um, right. And so it's just like convincing people that A, what the idea is and why it's good. And then B, that they can do it and that there will be enough new, interesting stuff through that service throughout a year that people, that it's worth doing. Yeah. Um, and I think that like that's going to take time. I think that there's I, I think that in the initial push, my prediction is that in the initial push, the PlayStation five probably will outsell the Xbox regardless. I agree. But I think that over the sustained time, if like the se- season pass thing works and like does consistently get games out and does give people good access to stuff. I think there's a non zero chance that over time it becomes the more the more prominent console
0: I I agree because it's like it has it has the consumer uh, it has like the consumer aspect. It's one on the consumer aspect, on the price, on the availability of it, on appealing to a larger market. Um, it will need the games. and But it, it does seem to me like the idea of Game Pass is a long-term win, but short-term, it's not a spectacle in the way that Halo is. Yeah. Um, and so I, I do agree with you because uh, shifting over to the PlayStation for a second here – Yeah, I mean, a lot of the games that are coming out on PlayStation are also going to be cross-play with Xbox and PC and stuff like that. And you are, as a PlayStation buyer, investing in something... Long term as well, because you're, you're assuming that there's going to be plenty of exclusives in the way there was the last season with, uh, of, of console. Um, but there's this bigger idea of why I think the PlayStation, despite the price, might succeed. And that's just the pandemic. Yep. I know most people don't have money, but people are stuck inside. And they are more willing to invest money to make inside tolerable and just to get through it. Like, I know me personally, fuck, I've been blowing money on shit for my Twitch stream and and just stuff to just I got a gamer chair, you know, like, I mean, every podcast, mic and gamer chair sold out, you know, and I think that there is a a larger need to make indoors a long term experience and to reward yourself for being in this hell world that we're in um so i i think that while a 600 hundred dollar ps5 clearly is appealing to a smaller market i think that smaller market is going to be more unanimously shelling out for it
1: i think i'm mixed on that because i think that there is a decent chance that because everyone needs to be inside but also because people have no money the xbox might actually get a bump from that that everyone's like mm-hmm. i want the new system i don't i can't afford to drop 600 bucks on playstation the flip to that that I think is worth considering is that the micro, the new Xbox only has 512 gigabytes of storage um, and that most modern big games are like 90. Yeah. Um, and so there probably would have to be like a you'd have to like buy an external hard drive thing for it or something to like really make use of the season pass stuff. Um, so that might cut back the amount people just like drop it to have it as an inside thing. But if people are trying to make inside more bearable, I think there's a non-zero chance that, like, I don't know which way will go, but I think there's a non-zero chance that a lot of those people will just be like, "I'm only going to spend three hundred bucks on this investment and some games." Um, yeah, I mean, because well,
0: here's part of the sickness of the moment, right? Is that the people, working class people, poor people, they have they don't have a dollar to spare. So you know, they they might not be able to get. Either, Whereas people who are more upper middle class or who kept their job and are working from home, they're they are going to be more open to to the PlayStation, in in my opinion. Um, And it's the way that all this stuff works is like these fucking uh, fucking upper class people are they're just they're, they're just blowing more money than ever because they just are bored and have to stay inside but poor people are just literally trying to like find food. Yeah. Um so in a weird sense like this market that like is like this market that I guess you're assuming is going to buy the Xbox, I feel like they're just being decimated right now.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, what I'm thinking is that what I'm wondering is the question isn't I don't think those people are going to buy the Xbox. The thing is that I wonder how many of the more upper middle class people affected by the situation default to the xbox rather than the playstation just because of like the scale of economic like strain i just don't think they're affected that much though i just really don't i don't know i think a lot more people are reticent to spend money on on certain types of consumer products now i mean we know that we literally know that that's true oh um, yeah it's like statistics prove bear that out hugely that people are just spending less on consumer products generally so like If that's true, I don't see why it wouldn't translate. Although I think you're right that it's decidedly possible that like that class of people is just like, I'll just make this leap, whatever. Um, But I think that there's some ambiguity there as far as like what the actual choice is going to be in that respect. I'm looking at the Xbox uh, Series X page now. I'm trying to figure out what games are coming out. it. which of these games are uh, are are uh, exclusives. Um, I know that Halo Infinite and the new Fable thing will be, and that's very cool. But but not day one. Like I'm no, talking day I know, one yeah, shit. Well, I'm trying to figure out when that's the thing, is that a lot of these it's unclear
0: that well, it's purposefully unclear. Both yeah. PlayStation and Xbox and and most gaming sites give no clarity about what games are coming out for these things. Um well, and it does it does start to feel be- and, and induced by the by the pandemic, that this is the first like co- console generation that really is just buying the machine for the p- the promise of the future, less than any specific current enjoyment.
1: Yeah, like because all the games I'm looking at on the website look sweet, like and
0: and but but all the games come out most
1: of those games on launch day are going to come out for your PlayStation 4 and your normal Xbox too right, right a lot of these are that's what I'm that's what I'm trying to figure out is what's exclusives and it doesn't say and like that's that, like you're getting at that's part of the problem here is that like there's no like if you were to tell me hey the Xbox C- Series S is 300 bucks and when it launches there's a new fable game there's a new obsidian RPG called Avowed, there's a new, uh, there's a, like some new space freaky game called, there's like a Warhammer game called Dark Tide. There's a new Yakuza game. There's like this cool Scarlet Nexus sci fi brain power game. Uh, and they're all coming out day one and it's 300 bucks. Then it's like, oh shit, like I'll buy that tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like that to me makes me like want to get the system. Mm-hmm. But like you're saying, I don't fucking know when these games, there's no information when these games come out. There's no information yeah. on for all of them whether they're exclusives or not like i have no i have no idea like warhammer 40k dark tide if i know that's coming out when the thing comes out oh this one's not because it's it's 2021 but like if that were coming out when the game comes out and i knew it had crossplay right away like that's a fucking day one purchase for me because then you and i and some of our friends can just play warhammer 40k dark tide together like right but because it's all ambiguous it's really hard to get mega hype for launch day because and I can't
0: stress that we're only like six weeks away from maybe getting these things,
1: and it's insane that we don't have more information. Yeah, it's wild just because, like, 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 yeah, it's like, and like we've been saying over and over again, it's like it's it. the only thing that's the real allure is a bunch of like mechanics that are built into the machine and it's nothing to do with the actual games themselves, which gives me no like instant desire to have the machine. Like,
0: yeah, there's no it, reason it really, not to just it wait. Really it out. feels like it really feels like everyone is buying a train ticket, but they don't know where it's going. Yeah. And they're just like excited to see like what the train looks like. Um, And, and, and so outside all that, man, I, I, I'm chilling. I'm chilling. Cause you know, I got a PC and <laughs> almost all these games are coming out for PC and are going to look better on my PC anyway. So I'm, I'm sort of watching from the balcony as the, as the peasant
1: mobs uh, collide. Yeah. And I, well, Luckily, oh, not luckily, but because of uh, because COVID destroyed my Japan trip, I have a bunch of extra money saved up so I can kind of fuck around with this shit a little bit. But it is like, fuck, dude, I, can we
0: can we as a as a Game Boys podcast and all and all the fans listening right now, all the, all the listeners, can we collectively bully Lux into getting a PC? I want one. I have nowhere to put it. Buy me a bigger room. That's insane, dude. I went I I was at your house yesterday. I know there's there's like rooms. You guys just put stuff in. Yeah, but this isn't my house. This is Cass's house. And also, yeah, well, guess what? I'm not in
1: my house either. I brought my PC. That's part of being a PC gamer. Yeah, but I'm not going to plug my PC around five minute drives away from each other. It'd be at my house, which has no space. Uh,
0: we're gonna get a 360 panoramic view of Lux's space, and we're gonna break down exactly where he can where he can game from. Okay,
1: well, next time I go to the house, I'll take a 360 panorama on my phone, and we'll post it and solve the problem. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's just it's I I just don't have room for one, but it's 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 wild. It's a it's a it, I just don't get it. I like if push back the release the consoles, man. No one's no one. No one is like going psycho for consoles right now.
0: But no, but here's the thing no one wants to admit that Christmas is over.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. No one wants to say it, but Christmas. You're done. <laughs> Get them people, out of here. <laughs> people can't even
0: live inside of an apartment right now. Do you think Christmas is going to happen for the majority of Americans? Fifty Fifty two percent of American young Americans are now moved back in with their parents. I mean, it, it, it's a mess. This is this is Neo Christmas. This is Dark Shadow Christmas. Man, um, that just
1: made me realize that, like. If Santa Claus gets COVID, he could wipe out like half the world's population.
0: (laughs) I mean, he's he's drinking drinks and biting into cookies. I know he's walking Uh, (laughs) around your house, spraying cells everywhere. He's going plate to plate. You know, he's blasting loads on every other housewife, apparently, based on the songs I grew up
1: with. I think you maybe had a different song.
0: Oh, <laughs> um, well, what about the what about the song where he's hooking up with? Uh, anyway, I saw mommy kissing um, Santa Claus. Yeah, well,
1: uh, <laughs> I'm, sorry, I'm saying you're making a pretty big jump of that to blowing loads on every other housewife. All um, right, you're right. But I no, just assume that. I mean,
0: Santa has sort of a gravitas. Santa, Santa has that like Tony Soprano energy. Yeah, there's <laughs> a real James
1: Gandolfini to Santa for sure. <laughs> there's a Gandolfini oh. energy to. But you know, do, like that could be the devastating for human mm-hmm. life.
0: I think so. Yeah. And uh, we don't know if reindeers can pass it too, but uh, hey folks, I'm going to uh, clock the, this, the, you know, the, the audible t- t- console war shotgun. That was console wars for the week. As we get closer, I'm sure we'll have more takes. PlayStation is releasing tomorrow. So we'll probably have a lot to talk about next week about um, all of their shenanigans and whatever they're trying to do. But for the last little bit of the podcast, I think we need to talk uh, a little bit about a game that came out called marvel's avengers yeah uh it's out uh it's out and hey listen i i don't know if i want to do the work but i do kind of want to play the tape right now of me uh telling you guys it might be good to to absolute consternation from from the people on the podcast i was sort of a lone voice on this topic is that what happened i feel like you said it might be good and i was like we'll see (laughs) No, I was like, on, when, it, when it got showed at E3, I oh, was like... Yes. I oh, yes. Oh,
1: yeah. Okay, that trailer was awful.
0: I was like, I got a feeling. And you guys were like, you you don't know anything. And I think the Davis prediction system as has been proven right yet again. I I, I said this about Borderlands 3, that it was going to be bad, not good. And, and I'm starting to develop a, a real uh, sort of uh, psyche and otherworldly psyche for these things.
1: Yeah. Um uh yeah it's you've you've done you've done a good job um you've been correct about that I guess uh in two out of two instances I guess I don't, there' are probably a lot more times where you weren't right but who's tracking this um, let's just lean into the confirmation bias I guess um but yeah I mean it's it's let's talk about Avengers it's a it's not my favorite game I played this week but it was a good game I played this week it was fun um, right it's it' You and I talked about this yesterday when we were hanging out. It has we both have issues with it for very different reasons. Cause I think we were both looking for very different things from this game.
0: Yes. You're looking for a, a fun thing to play lots of heroes and smash and bash around. And I'm looking for sort of my next waifu, my next destiny. And, and by what I mean by that is the next, you know, destiny shooter.
1: Um, yeah. I, I, yeah. You, you really want to be like a looter shooter, which is more what it's leaning into. Um, than it is like superhero comic adventure, like large scale craziness. Right. Um, well, it's clearly what
0: it's trying to do. It has the numbers popping up on the enemies. It's got, yeah. it's got the loot. It's got everything. So like, I am going to analyze it from a looter shooter perspective. If it was trying to do the Spider-Man PS4 game, I'd analyze it from that way. I'm, um, you know, also a failure.
1: Um, yeah. It's, well, that's the thing is that I, it's, I don't say I, the thing I want, it's, it's a, it's not the thing I wanted, right? Like it's not, it, it to me feels like it's wasting its IP in that way. That interesting. I think that Looter Shooter has no the Looter Shooter elements of it, it don't benefit from being the Avengers, and if anything, are actually made worse by it being the Avengers. Ooh. Um, whereas uh you could get a lot of le- like a lot of mileage out of like it's your 15 favorite Avengers, they all have different powers. You're gonna be fighting a shitload of dumb robots, who cares? You get to like pretend to be Iron Man or Black Panther or Thor or Groot or whatever. Um, And just that kind of like joy of just jumping into the into that world, which they kind of like they give you a little bit, but not as much as I would like. Um, And the the literature stuff doesn't benefit because like like we talked about, like the the gear doesn't change your cosmetics that much. There's not huge visual parallels between like how the things increase your power levels. Um, What power levels even mean is really vague and weird and nebulous. And, like, the the thing with the Avengers and superheroes in general is that, like, I, it's, I don't feel like a superhero when I have to constantly be leveling up to keep up with the little goons who are all around me. That doesn't make me feel like a superhero. It makes me feel like a Destiny character, like a sci-fi adventurer who's going on, like, a quest or whatever. But I don't feel like a superhero because I'm like, oh, wait, I forgot to level my gear, so I just got killed by, like, four little robots, even though I'm fucking Iron Man. Like that sucks uh, and kind of takes away from it. And in a way also like hurts the looter shooter element because like, yeah, but what do you want to be invincible? Like what the, no, I just want to be like, I don't, uh, I want to be overwhelmed and overcoming it. But like, like Vermintide pulls this off very well um, in a way that this game uh, is much worse at, which is like making the odds feel overwhelming, but like you can beat it without having to like constantly be leveling or worrying too much about your, your gear and shit. Um, Yeah. Like I think, that's the point of superheroes. Like superheroes are supposed to like overcome unbelievable odds with like incredible power, uh, not with like special gloves.
0: Right. Well, I, I, the first things I want to say is I, I want to say the things that I'm very happy about before I get into some of the things that I'm I'm sort of like, oh, we'll see how this really plays out. Because I think what we both can agree is we haven't played enough of the multiplayer yet. And we've mainly been playing the campaign, right?
1: Yeah. Uh, I have got so we, we, we can't yeah.
0: really analyze, you know, uh, all of the end game multiplayer elements. We'll probably get into that next week. Um, but I, I, the things that I, I think were are really just like nice and like surprising were just sort of the simple funness of the campaign. It's just great. You have this character Kamala Khan. I mean, finally a Kamala that I can get excited about, uh, and she's Pakistani. It talks a lot about her her Muslim ancestry. She's sort of a surrogate for the audience because she was an Avengers fan that then got infected and became an inhuman and started to grow her own powers uh, and is now trying to help the discarded and spread out Avengers get back together. Um, It's it's a a fun story and the villains are good and the cinematics I've played through are are decent and keep me interested in the story. So I was not even expecting that. I was expecting something much more shallow and something much more intolerable. So that stuff is fucking great. Great. And Kamala is just not only a fun character, but just fun to play with.
1: Yeah. The narratives and the character work is all a lot better than I expected it to be, which is nice.
0: Yeah. And um, so that's nice. It's not, it's not, you know, it's not like The Witcher. It's not incredible. And it's not like re- rewriting what can happen in superhero genres tales, but it is better than the normal riffraff.
1: Yeah. It's, it's doing a lot more than I expected. And the story is like fun and comic booky. I am. I think part of the reason why this game left me feeling a little bit underwhelmed when I finished the campaign is that it just it didn't feel like it escalated far enough uh, as far as the bad guys. Um, Like it just sort of like there's just like a bunch of robots and then it's just like these guys who make robots. and There's one guy who goes insane and gets robot powers and it's like, give me, you know. Give me an Ultron or give me a Galactus or give me like an outer space monster. Like
0: Yeah. Uh, like- and now in fairness, though, if we compare that to Destiny, you know, the campaign is small compared to the end game raids with the true villains. And that's that's true of World of Warcraft as yeah, well. Yeah, that's and fair. All, and all these other places. So I think that this is sort of like a well uh, it's more of a wait and see you, you are right, but it's more of a wait and see because it's like, uh, will there be end game content that is satisfying or did they make a campaign that was OK and then a multiplayer that like never built anywhere?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's the thing is I, I think the, the thing is open. uh, And like I think it, the, and the thing is open for like the stuff to become really interesting and fun um, in the po- in the. In the aftermath and as things, you know, as things go on and like the game develops and maybe they start adding some like DLC extra characters and we get like some of the really big adventures and like Silver Surfer shows up and you got to fight Galactus and like Hell yeah. all that kind of stuff. And I think, I think it's totally possible like Doctor Doom or whatever pops up as a bad guy, like all that kind of shit. Um, mm-hmm. But it's like as a self-contained as it is what it is now, just like it feels underwhelming. Just I think part of the reason it feels underwhelming is that like. So many of the movies are on this like insanely huge scale that the game feels like it doesn't compare to like the big Avengers movies in terms of just and- like the kind of action that's happening.
0: True, but I I kind of appreciate that in a sense because what I, one of the things that I really felt after playing this campaign was, man, you know, in the in the last two Avengers movies, the Avengers don't really talk to each other. Yeah. <laughs> like that's the whole problem with the final two Avengers movies is they're all just spread out and they never interact and none of the plot is based on interpersonal choices between them. They're really just disparate characters um and and in this movie they get to interact and I'm like, "Oh wow, like what would an Avengers movie look like where they were forced to actually have scenes together yeah um and i think it would have been better folks i'm sorry yeah i mean um.
1: I, I like that i like that element of it i don't think that's a it's that exclusive it's that ex, that that's exclusive of like the scale but it does help that they're like smaller and in tighter places together for sure mm-hmm. um and and so in general i think the question
0: we're both sort of getting to is like is this game gonna put the time effort and distance to make it a long-term thing or is this just like square enix like just like making a game and putting it out yeah you know will it go for two three four years or or will it do one or two dlcs and then be done
1: yeah i mean that's the big question because i think for me i guess a good way to put this for me about my things with this game that that what you said just cues into me and i think is, is very related is that like I wanted this game to be a game about the Avengers, and it's really a game about Kamala Khan's journey to joining the Avengers. And it's yes. totally possible that a lot of the multiplayer and end game and like DLC content makes it more broadly about the Avengers. And if they execute that element of it, I think then this game could be really good and lasting and fun. But if it is just one or two DLCs and then they're like done with it, then I think that this has sort of just been a, like kind of a, a a not like kind of a waste of everyone's time. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting um, and definitely a waste of my money. But uh, but I guess the final thing uh, as we end this episode, it's it is fun to play the different Avengers. They have different play styles and and I think it is worth the the price of admission, maybe just to just to get to mess around with them. And especially as someone for me, I personally I'm sick of them. I hate the Avengers, but
1: I'm still having fun playing it. Yeah, um, it's the the gameplay itself. Like just doing a level is like pretty fucking fun. Um, it's, it's not fun in the way where I can just do it endlessly all day, which is too bad. Cause that's what I, I love to do, but, um, it is substantially, it is substantially more fun than I, than I maybe <laughs> expected or like, it's in like the sort of 90th percentile of what I thought was likely for this game. Right. Um, because, because Lisa, the characters all feel different and like they're, they all have like fun, unique moves that like feel cool and specific, um, and even as you level up, you just get more versions of those moves that just feel better and are like fun to fight. And the bad guys are very like the small level. Bad guys are varying enough that you actually like think about what you're doing.
0: That's what I'm uh, that's actually the area that I'm worried about. I worry about the enemy being too similar, but I, I need to play more multiplayer before I before I get to that. Um, but my, my last thing is that what I wanted to admit to, to you and to our fans is. I'm a big hands guy now. I'm looking for a woman with big hands. After after Kamala, I, I I've got a big hand fetish. You know, some know. people have foot fetishes. I got a big hand fetish now. Well, I
1: mean, they're out there, bud. Are they out there? They're out there. You just gotta find, you just gotta look. You just gotta put your hand yeah. up and wait for a high five to to happen. <laughs> Is that
0: what people are doing when they when they walk down the street? Yeah, they're just looking for a big handed lady.
1: Yeah, I think. I think a lot of people are. A lot of people right. really,
0: really are. Listen, there's there's just something incredibly powerful, and and power is erotic to me. And so you know, the big hands have been absolutely insane for my playthrough.
1: Yeah, I mean, they're. <laughs> Let's... A different kind of experience, but like they they're they're there, man. They're all over that game. The big hands, big feet.
0: I mean, some guys, some guys, they play the dead or alive games, play some volleyball. Fuck that. No, I want I want to look at giant hands just smashing into metal.
1: Yeah, that's, you know, people everyone's got their thing and it's good that you've got yours. I think I found it. I found it. I thought it was normal. I thought it was
0: like, I thought it was just like, yeah, I'm, I'm just a missionary sex guy. No, I'm a big hands guy. It took a Marvel's Avengers to show me that. I mean, and so thank you. You know, there it's got lessons for
1: everyone. That's, and that's one yeah. thing about it. Yeah. um, <laughs> Uh, well, I think that ends this episode, right? I think we're good. Yeah, I mean, is there anything else? like I've? I mean, I've got my other game that I've been playing. Have you been playing
0: anything other than Avengers? Uh, I've been I've been playing a lot of The Witcher Three on PC, diving back into that and getting excited about that. Um, uh, and then other than that, uh,
1: no, not really. Some Warzone, excited about World of Warcraft Shadowlands. That's about it. Word. Well, I gotta tell you, I just gotta talk with the podcast for a second because we have it. Please, uh, we got you, you and everyone listening's got to play Captain Tsubasa Rise of New Champions. Oh, my God. Um, Do you play a game that has less than, like, three words in the title? I played Marvel's <laughs> Avengers. Um, it's so fucking fun, though, dude. It's it's a really well-done sports RPG. It's, like, all anime mm-hmm. shit. Um, it's really fucking well-done and fun, though, because there's two campaigns. The first is, like, a learning campaign where you play as, like, the protagonist from the soccer anime. Um and, like, you go on this journey to, like, win nationals or whatever, and you have to, like, meet all your friends, and, like, you introduce introduced to all the characters who matter and shit. And then mm-hmm. the second campaign is you make a guy who joins the protagonist on the national team with all the other, like, best players from the rival schools. And then you have to play against, like, Germany and France and the Netherlands, et cetera, um, and overcome all these, like, difficulties and challenges and, like, learn how to be dope at the game. Uh, and it's really fucking fun. It even has like a social link system that's very cool where you can like hmm. pick five players who like are, who are like your friends for this game. And depending on how well you play, your relationship with them builds. And then in predictable anime style, all of them have a secret move. And if you become good enough friends with them, they teach you their like special kick or like their super sweet block move or how they mm-hmm. run so fast. Yeah. Um. And it's so fucking fun. And it's so like it's. It's just like, it's fun in this way where it's like cute and interesting, but also like challenging, Uh, maybe arguably at the end, a little too challenging, Uh, but it's, it's just like such, it's such a good fun game. It's such a good little experience. Um, Hey, uh, Drake meme, uh, regular sports
0: game. No, Uh, sports game with RPG elements.
1: Yes. Yeah. And this is totally that. And I would love to see more games like this because like it has a part. There's a part that, like the part where I was like, oh, this is the game for me for sure, is they show your like rival playing in like his qualifying game in the first campaign. And the best player on the other team has like a heart failure and collapses on the field. And then your rival is like, oh, I got to help this guy who got hurt. And then afterwards, the coach comes up to the rival and is like, you've lost your fire. The old you would have just left that kid to die. (laughs) <laughs> um and it's like that's the attitude I love to see.
0: <laughs> that sure. like that what, like cobra Ka- death stakes. That like
1: cobra kai stuff. Hell yeah. Um, Absolutely. It just it's really fucking fun and it's like it the soccer is like very like Mario strikers like like sort of or fifa street like it's not like super technical. Actually, you'd kind of dig this. It's actually more of like a health bar system. Perfect. Like the the like the goalies have health bars and different people mm-hmm. sh- different people have different super shots that like remove different amounts of health every time and you can't score and you can't score until you get their health to zero. I've always wanted to sunder armor on a goalie. Like actually that's what you're doing. (laughs) Uh,
0: Oh, it's, it's,
1: it works great. It's like, it makes it challenging in this way where it's like, Oh, I need to find ways to get shots off because like, I can't just set up like a perfect shot. I have to like, set up several pretty good ones to be able to score and so it's not like fifa in the way of like i pass it 90 times and like score on a header or something yeah for sure well hey well
0: actually that sounds interesting and hey i'm looking at the website right now and it says it's on out for ps4 pc and nintendo switch the holy triumvirate so
1: uh hard to argue with that game might be really fun on switch to be honest i played it on, on the playstation 4 but it might be
0: really fun on switch yeah hey uh well uh that does it for this week uh thanks everyone for tuning in we'll uh we'll catch you next week uh make sure to check out haley's uh, asmr channel in in the description and is there anything else you want to plug tailboy uh
1: not really it's uh just to plug haley since eat every sound uh because i'm sorry to put it in the description so i just want to make sure it's on the recording and uh check out the memory static podcast with haley on it also that's coming soon or maybe is out um and yeah i don't think i have anything else really right now uh, nothing specific. Hell yeah! Um, if you if you feel like
0: uh, getting in arguments online with uh, right wing teenagers from the Netherlands, come to twitchtv Uh We're 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 sort of all over the place hours hours wise right now, but give us a follow uh, and uh, we're on most days of the week at some point in the day.
1: Yeah, and uh, you'll, they're definitely Netherlands teens, so you can get yelled at by. I promise. Yeah. If you're tired of yelling at teens
0: in your own country, why don't you yell at uh, some right-wing sympathizers in Morocco?
1: Yeah, that's what we love to see. Anyways, uh, thanks for listening, y'all. Yeah, bye, everyone.